This time on Matters. It's the Barking Spiders. Butthole Eyes. When I was in the Navy, there was a guy who swore a lot, and boy, we really got on his case. All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to you. I am Matt Noss. With me is Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty? I, look, ever <laughs> since last week, I, I think I asked you and Jen Hansen about this, and neither of you really said anything. Butthole eyes. I have to talk about this. Butthole eyes? Have, have you not heard about this? No, I haven't heard oh about this yet. Well, I feel like this is a conversation that <laughs> we unfortunately need to bring our guest right into. Okay, all right. Uh, right so right. let's get our guest the ability to speak, even though he could have broken that wall immediately. <laughs> uh, you may know him from Kevin Hart's Heart of the City, uh, where he had appeared in the Detroit episode, or you may have just seen him Two weeks ago, on Friday, on Comedy Central, when Kevin Hart presents The Next Level, please welcome to the show, Jeff Horst! Yes! Nailing those intros. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Your next comic on the stage is like, <laughs> tearing up the clubs. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like all the things that the uh, the a good friend of mine a good fr- oh, he's a good and friend then, of mine and then sometimes soon to be a friend of yours mic, if there's an open mic with like too many comics with like like there's thirty comics <laughs> you're like how many is too many <laughs> uh, but if there's some open mics where it's just show up go up and then the person hosting I just feel terrible for because they feel obligated instead of just being like just met the guy here's his name like nope because nobody really cares anyways so <laughs> like it's been like we're at an open mic you know what I mean we right. all know each other it doesn't matter if you know, like we are performing we and the, the audience yeah like the, we don't need intros so when people go out of their way to pretend they're friends with every single person it's like you're not that that popular okay? your next comic just gave me a chili recipe backstage that I'm using tomorrow <laughs> to impress my family please welcome. <laughs> That'd be great. Sandwich shop. <laughs> I don't know what that MC voice is, but it's always like boo-doo, boo-doo. Yeah. Yeah. That that's why I give that as an example when people have like a rough time like hosting. I'm like Kermit the Frog. Just, do, ev- just do everything Kermit does. He says the name at the end with higher energy. That's all you gotta do. Sometimes some people have introduced me like with my name in the beginning. So oh, people shit. clap when you say their name. Hundred percent. So then, then, then they stop clapping. That's how still show. Talking. That's how show business has worked. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. years. I was never taught this. This was just being a television watcher. Right. <laughs> it was. It was TV. never. Here's the Beatles. Now here's the thing about the, the Beatles. Beatles. You like, check out their next album that they got coming out. Awkward. Like I don't even know how. I couldn't even transition out of saying the Beatles. It was like it's ladies and oh god. We'll get to butthole eyes in just a second. I feel like the sword of Damocles is hanging over our head. (laughs) When are we gonna get to the butthole eyes? Oh, I won't let you forget. I have no idea what you're talking about, so I can't wait. I once for Go Comedy hosted uh, the DIY festival for the bands. Okay. And this band, Lucero, was the headliner. And Lucero is like a alt-country rock band. They're kind of like okay. both of those really shoved together. So like 
the spirit of Johnny Cash with the audacity of ZZ Top. I don't know. I don't know, but like that kind of thing. Like like Hank Williams the third? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Not too far off. And they were running behind, and Ferndale was like, if you don't get going, you're not going to be able to do your show. And as the MC, this is the headliner. So now's the time to talk about all the sponsors. <laughs> so now's the time to thank the Emery and to thank the Woodward Avenue Brewery and to thank these guys. Mm-hmm. And I get up there and I see murder from the crowd <laughs> and murder from the and murder from the band. Like both of them, because when they were ready to go, they were like, all right, MC. And the band was like, for real, <laughs> for real, we've got to wait for this guy. <laughs> That's the, the awful part of it is that there's not a perfect way where it's like, well, you still there's people that are sponsors. Like it, for every show is set up like that, like that, at, like at a standard comedy club, the host sometimes will go up and talk before he brings up the headliner. He's told from that comedy club, his job is to mention who's going to be there next week, who might be a way better option. Like, like there's just <laughs> right, like, like, and it's just slowing down the process of putting the person that that the main part of the show on the stage. It's just slowing it down, yeah. so they're getting angry. The next audience, week, uh, next week here at the club, a real special one night only Dave Chappelle performance. Now, please welcome Matt. <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> All right. Just one yeah. name, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like earthquake. <laughs> you know. You know how cool you got to be to be famous off of just the name Matt. <laughs> you you got to be, be the coolest Matt alive. <laughs> you be the best stand-up that's ever been. Just to be like, yeah, it's Matt. <laughs> Will Smith at least needed the Smith. Like they're both common names, but he—I don't even know if he'd just be by go by Will. What, for the what a sack on that guy! <laughs> Please welcome Matt. <laughs> just, I think you, your stage name. I think you really want to include your last name. Nope, no, sorry, I can't. Nobody calls me by that. They just call my friends. Call me Matt. That's what I'm going by. That is <laughs> what I am going by. <laughs> So I get out there in front of the crowd and I go, I'm not going to waste everybody's time, Lucero. And I never emceed again. (laughs) That's so good. I just threw it right to the band. How long was it of you listing sponsors? Uh, It would McClure's Pickles. And you're just going through. It was supposed to be like that. And I didn't do any of the sponsors. And I threw right to the band. (laughs) Because I was like, I can tell that these guys are ready to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, Lucero. Like, what are you going to do? Yell at the guy who's doing this for free? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> what, am I fired now? Right. Oh, I don't get to... My, s- my badge? I don't get to stand here and sweat? Uh, what a shame I don't get to do this outdoor festival where nobody likes me. <laughs> That's true. The host of an outdoor festival. It's, a, unless, unless, it's an instant. Oh, this fucking guy again. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. God. He's the person that's not performing. Right. He's the only part of he's, the show that we don't like. He's the energy vortex that tells us about things we don't care about. We'll figure out what band is playing. The band might say it. They got a microphone. They'll be like, yeah, you just heard we're Lucille. Like, yeah, he's just going to. Well. Usually they can we, introduce the next band at the end. They, they really don't really need the host. 
The band would no band has ever gone, well, the MC said our name, so you better have caught it. Hope you wrote that one down. <laughs> really hope you caught it. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt. All right, Matt. Matty, tell us about okay. Butthole Eyes. Oh, yeah. So uh, Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't remember what the website was, but they, they like tweeted out something like, so like we can all agree he's got butthole eyes, right? <laughs> and just like a, a one-off comment, but what made it oh, a thing was Ariana Grande jumped on it, and she was like, "Uh, y'all know he has an autoimmune disease, right?" And so like. Autoimmune doctors and stuff were like, yeah, that doesn't cause butthole eyes. Yeah, because yeah, I, I almost jumped in, but I didn't want to be insensitive. Yeah. So I, my, I like, was going through a roller coaster listening to you. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was just going to make fun of that. And oh, I can't because he's got to wait, but that doesn't have anything yeah, to do with yeah. it. So like, it, it just spun out of control last week. And my friend Maria kept sending me stuff. Like she would send me pictures of him and she'd be like, he kind of does. <laughs> it's like I know. Like I don't. Like none of us really knew what it meant. What but is, it was like you look at him and you're like, those kind of do look like a butthole. <laughs> but what is Ariana Grande doing? Like he has she, diabetes. I really think you should leave him alone. <laughs> like, this isn't related. But yeah, they're, they're, Matt they're, is they're, a bald. They're, they're deep in. He's a bald idiot. You know he has a cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is never. He has stopped. an ingrown toenail. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make fun of his no, baldness. Nobody <laughs> told me that. I can remember in junior high, we were making fun of Jason's. Or no, we weren't making fun of Jason's, and we were making fun of someone though. And someone goes, "Uh, you know his mom died, right?" And I go, "Oh." And like I just panicked, and then they all started laughing at me. They were like, "His mom dropped him off this morning, you idiot!" <laughs> and and even then, that is a weird thing where people bring up somebody's relatives, and sometimes into weird positions. Where I'm like, "But that's not related." I <laughs> I did a show one time where I mentioned uh, about how I don't like fishing, and it it, it that, that I mean, come on, even if you like fishing, we're not getting we're not cutting that deep. Right. This is it. This is, your religion is still safe. Your race and gender, all of it is still fine. And we're not cutting Was this is a really nuanced take on fishing. <laughs> like, like you've wasted your life. Yeah. I wasn't just like cutting I hope your dad beat you with the pole. Like I wasn't like, I wasn't making anyone uncomfortable. I was just just saying I don't like fishing for the following reasons. And I couldn't even get that far into it because a lady stood up from the audience and she said, You can't make fun of fishing. My brother died. And he liked f- and he loved fishing. <laughs> it was just, I was just like, but, but, but ma'am, I, I've known people that have died that like Doritos. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I can I make, make fun of Doritos? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, what are you saying? Like, that's that is what you no. can't just pick a person that died and think of all of their attributes and likes and dislikes and then say that we're not allowed to make fun because that covers everything, right? In the entire yeah. world. <laughs> like this comedy show, like all the other things that I made fun of, like maybe somebody. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. I, that's the example I gave a candy corn example because I made fun of candy corn, and I was just I was just you like, know uh, sorry to say <laughs> I know somebody who died eating candy corn that died eating candy corn <laughs> because it is what he loved. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, did he die while he was fishing, or was that just a thing he liked? 
then she was like, he loved fishing. I'm like, so he didn't even, d- I don't know how we're so sensitive about this. <laughs> Why are we getting hung up on that? <laughs> like, especially like you don't have a, you don't have an act that's like aiming at anybody. I think yeah. like, Oh, I just watched your special and it was, I loved it. Thank you. I, um, I'd not seen your stand up in a while to tell that I'm just being transparent. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Like so, last time I did, it was on a show of yours about three years ago and you were running the show. So exactly. you probably didn't even see it. Why would you? You got other <laughs> stuff in there. It was in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this better be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we could talk about some of the things that weren't so funny. But uh, <laughs> we, when I watched it, I was like, number one, I was like, congratulations. Thank because you. Because that's so fucking huge, man. Thank you very much. And Matt and I talk about this quite a bit, but like Matt knows this about me that I respect the fuck out of people that are working their face off to get what they've got. Like mm-hmm. it's easy. Like you and Esther are like a team fucking busting ass, <laughs> opening for anybody, always hitting it, writing, being like, let's take improv classes and see what happens. Yeah. Like not afraid just to get out there in the mix, go anywhere, do anything, get it done. And it was just fucking so awesome to see like, Hey, look, it's a, it's a local guy done good. <laughs> so how many people hate you now? <laughs> not not that many. I, I Which is I, awesome. Yeah, that's a I uh other people that um recorded uh the half hour as well uh, are from like you know Chicago and LA and New York. Uh and they were all just talking about how so many people are hating them because of the opportunity that they got. And I'm like, wow, we I have a way more supportive scene, I guess. I never thought you I know, ne- I, I, like it's I don't know, or at least they're not vocal about it because I just haven't I don't think that there's twelve year olds online that don't like it. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's somebody yeah, there's there's weirdos that they're they're don't really the mean to us. Yeah. So I was surprised. most of the comments were good, which is what I was happy with. I was I was ready to read comments of just like just just ripping me to shreds. Like your Think, shirt is ugly. Yeah, I hate you. That Go aren't related die. to your like, act at all. So why, weird. Why don't you grow that mustache back? <laughs> exactly. You idiot. <laughs> just like, there wasn't there wasn't too much of that. Um. What I enjoyed about it is, and I've watched a couple of the podcasts that you've done because you did something that is super courageous. You were like, you got a podcast, I'll do it. And I was like, well, fuck, we need guests. <laughs> but like, I've, I've listened to a couple of the ones that you've done. And for anybody who doesn't know this about you, like you grew up in a much more diverse high school situation mm-hmm. than Matt and I did mm-hmm. out in Shelby Township at 24 ah. and Van Dyke. Um, and you saw the world and you saw things that kind of embraced you into a community that isn't white. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way for a honky magoo like myself to say it. <laughs> honky uh, magoo. Honky magoo over here. But like when I when I heard you start talking about like how when you see things out of balance, you come at it from a completely different angle because of the people that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to go and I was like this was an awesome. I really love that point of view because I think Thank it's you. a point of view that I want to embrace, but I don't mm-hmm. have that personal like. Yeah, those are my friends. I have that. Those are my human family. Like I'm not a fucking idiot thinking that. Oh, we're we're different, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like at the same time, I think that's it's, it's something that's easily missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. I I appreciate that. Yeah, I've I've tried to have, uh, in order for me to be honest, for my 
perspective, then it 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 works good comedically because it, I'm not too stereotypically into one direction, I guess. But uh, it's yeah, I've just enjoyed talking about um, a variety of things. So there's some things that are just regular everyday observational humor, and then there's things that are like actually you know topics that would be affecting race or or gender or just you know uh, bigger issues and trying to find a creative way to make it funny and not make it sound like a TED Talk right. <laughs> takes uh, a lot of people looking at you weird. <laughs> you know, of, There's a lot of open mics that were like, to get to the final product where it was like, people understand that this is a joke and not me just preaching at them. Took a long time. So that, that's what I'm the most proud about, is that those jokes did stay in the special uh, as well. So I'm happy with the way that they edited it. I'm happy with the Yeah, whole because thing. how long did you do, actually? I did 30. Okay. I did 30. And, then and they I, got it down to like They got it down 20? to like 20. And then there's like a two-minute, and then the, the two-minute interview between uh, me and Kevin Hart in the beginning. So I think there's like eight minutes of commercials. So they cut off like 10 minutes of it. And if I would have picked 10 minutes to cut off, that would have been it. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of people have a lot of bad stories of they, they took away my favorite joke because of all these other reasons. And, you know, I, I feel bad for them. But luckily, I, I didn't have that issue. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Um. And the improv, the the viewing party was great. the The improv yeah. uh, community was there. The stand up, com- everybody was there. And it, there are people that I barely know that <laughs> I was that in, I feel so bad because I'm like I don't remember your name, but I know you're a nice person, and I'm happy that you're supporting me. And so yeah. I was in Nashville when it came on, and I, I turned on my my hotel TV, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> and like the Kevin Hart sh- just finished, and I was like, perfect. But it wasn't the interview. It was like the Oh, Kevin yeah. Hart special. Yeah. Then when I checked the schedule, it was like Kevin Hart special and then Kevin Hart's Heart of the City. I got Kevin Hart special and then Dave Chappelle killing them softly. Uh. And I was like, that is not Jeff's special. So the next morning, I don't have cable anymore. Cut the cord because that's who I am. Uh, cut the cord. Cut the cord, cut baby. The... <laughs> I'm all I didn't even know we were sponsored. I didn't know we were sponsored cut by the like, cord. direct TV or... <laughs> Whatever that slogan is. I cut the cord and I signed up to watch Comedy Central free for a week so uh, I could see. Wow. <laughs> Thank so I you. could see the special. Well, I didn't want to, you know. Hey, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's, I think I've only done that for like a Jay Z album before. That's, that's how like, they that's... got me entitled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm honored. You're yeah, wel- you're welcome. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I I had to share my like eighteen my mom's AT and T password <laughs> with some like close friends and stuff, and then, uh, and, and you know to to get to some people because you have to have a some TV access for them to keep track of the views. Uh, they have to lo- log into in some cable provider of some kind, right? Um, in order to watch it, which you know. Makes it, sense. Is, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's on. You know, every every show is different. They can't just stream the entire show for free on YouTube or something. But <laughs> soon, <laughs> soon, yeah, <laughs> soon, just free TV for everybody and no commercials. No commercials and fifty five dollars a month to watch TV. <laughs> the thing is, I would do it if you had to pay like way more money. Where they're like, we'll just give Oreo. And Monopoly, I don't know why there would be Monopoly commercials, but we'll just give, <laughs> still pushing that board game in case you don't know it's out there. But just like, Bill Bradley's the like, they're in their offices, is like, Monopoly isn't selling anymore. We got to get the word out. <laughs> get that word out. <laughs> Make me a Monopoly ad. 
Get it on Jeff Horse Comedy Central special. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. The 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 support was was there, and it, it was it was great. I, the viewing party was was fantastic. I couldn't have. Uh, I'm I'm happy about the whole thing. So, like, right now on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad do you want to see Pete Davidson's face to verify? <laughs> oh, I did. I wanted to Google it. But then I was like, ah, I'll just slow down the podcast. But part of me was like, oh, if he's, while they're talking, I'm, I'm good at Googling. You know, I kind of <laughs> wanted to whip out my phone and just type, you know, think Pete Davidson butt. I think that's enough. I think that would probably. Yeah. Okay, Google, butthole eyes. <laughs> Matt, you got it. Here's the latest picture <laughs> from your photo library. I get it. They're, they're, oh no, they're deep in there. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucks that he's like the spokesperson for it because he's not. The, <laughs> it's probably not the, even the best example of butthole eyes. He just well, that would be Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's like, yeah, he's he's just the person that kind of started the whole, you know. <laughs> I love that. I, I had Steve Buscemi locked and fucking loaded. I was trying, like <laughs> Maria and I <laughs> earlier, were trying to figure out somebody else that had it. And I was just drawing a blank. I was like, God, who has, like, at the same time, sunken eyes and bugly eyes? I can't figure it out. Sunken, bugly eyes. Steve Buscemi, man. That's it. God, why didn't I think of that? Academy <laughs> Award nominee, maybe? <laughs> At least I'm, Emmy Award. Yeah, I'm I'm very bad at like celebrity names a lot. So like when it's the the, the main one, like these, I, I I'm with you. But then ever so often there's like obscure characters where someone's like, you know, that one person who is on one episode of Girls season two episode four, and I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't know that. I barely know any of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who the main girls are. Uh, I know, I know Lena who one Dunham. Is. Yeah. Leah Dunham. The uh, other one, Seisha Sana. I'm gonna accidentally start listing like the Sex in the City cast. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's Lena Dunham, I, Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> that's also that's we it. also stopped. And then there. we stopped there, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, the other ones. <laughs> Everybody knows the other one. Yeah. We don't need to go into it. Matt's like don't I, don't I, say all I, of them out loud. I started no, to get no, into I, Sex in the City, like recently. Like it just grabbed you? No, like uh, there's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I just read Yelp reviews and some good. I, I read reviews on. I went to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, no, uh, there's a comic uh, Diego Atanasio, and uh, we did a show out in, uh, like in the Oklahoma area. And he's just a big Sex in the City fan. He's like, that's ah, a good show. If you're like playing video games, it's funny enough, interesting enough to watch something and not be too involved. But still, if you accidentally watch it, you're entertained. Like that was his what he was going for. So wait, and was, they were, was he watching it while he was playing video games? Yeah, yeah. He, oh, well, he just watches okay. it. But I think he, for the record, I think he would be mad if I didn't mention he does just watch it, though. Oh, like okay. it's not exclusive to video games, but it's a it's an all encompassing show okay. for it for for him and uh he was just telling me this and then also that weekend there was a sex in the city like marathon that was just <laughs> on tv and then uh i was telling esther i was telling my girlfriend i was like hey yeah you know what last night you know what we did you think we went to the strip club or something no we watched <laughs> that's what we're doing we watched uh we just played video games we just played Fortnite and uh and watched sex in the city <laughs> and she, she's like she's like Wait, you watched it with the commercials? Like 
you could just log in to like Netflix or something. And HBO just, Go. Or, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. HBO Go. She was like, yeah, you can just watch it on there if you want. And whoa, it was an entirely different show. They were <laughs> yeah, showing a lot more of the much city different. in the edited version. They were not showing... <laughs> I didn't realize. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, they're having sex every other minute. I didn't know it was that often. They just alluded to it on the TV version. They'd like go in a bedroom, and then they would come out the bedroom. Like, <laughs> they'd just be sweatier in the second day. Like, they wouldn't show any of the... They'd show the pulling up of the covers type of moment, where, yeah. like, that was good. Like, they wouldn't... Yeah, always the afterglow. Yeah. Like, and the, the what are you thinking part of the show <laughs> not thanks for thanks for delivering the goods <laughs> thanks for delivering the goods yeah you're, i forgot what you're I'm a real you're a real powerhouse in bed <laughs> I, uh, I would love if that was the real sexy talk on six you're a real powerhouse hey big you're a real powerhouse in bed now i gotta go cab with my gal pals <laughs> Oh man, you're a powerhouse. I'm, powerhouse is underused. <laughs> you're a real powerhouse in bed. <laughs> what do you got, Manny? Oh, I was just gonna say that I, I didn't really have a choice in in whether I was gonna watch it or not because my girlfriend at the time liked the show and like had mm -hmm. the DVDs and she was you know she, like a friend of hers gave her the DVDs, so we were gonna watch them. Or I was going to not watch TV and just sit there. So it was like, well, all right, if I have a choice. Um, you just go in a different room. <laughs> I'm going to go play crosswords or something. Go let me know whenever you're done. Uh, it, was a, it was a simpler time. Uh, I, lo before, I, lo before. I love the idea of like... Hey, you guys have fun. I'm going to go play crosswords. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing you like, this is such a boring show to me that I would rather take out a newspaper. <laughs> I'm going to go down to the, the party store. I'm going to purchase today's new newspaper. I'm going to come back up here. I'm going to solve that son of a bitch. 33 across. It, wait, where's 33 across? No, wait, no, that's, that's down. Quiet, wait. I'm watching this. <laughs> a name of an element that is also the punchline to a famous joke. Wait, wait, was that 33 down? God, fuck. In the Hours of entertainment. And <laughs> in, in the background, all you hear is, he laid the pipe. <laughs> what, a a what a powerhouse. What a powerhouse, big. <laughs> what a powerhouse. Oh, my gosh. So I saw that you had a couple dates with uh, Dave Landau. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I love Dave. Yeah, I've, I've worked with him uh a, a lot of times yeah he's great we go back a little bit we went to second city together oh okay cool yeah, he's a really cool guy i was i i he's at a point where i'm like i would love to have him on but i think i've missed the opportunity to ask him because he's so it seems to I be the super he's, he's a down-to-earth enough guy where he's told me of other podcasts that he's done just because he's like yeah like if i'm not doing anything else that day like he's definitely somebody where you could just ask him and he's not going to be like dude do you know who I am, or something like he's not? <laughs> he's gonna... never ever hit me as he's a never... dude. Do you know who I am? He always seems like the guy who would make fun of the guy who's like, "Dude, do you know?" Oh who yeah, I am? <laughs> yeah. And then absolutely, he, he would answer that with his own insult, like, "Dude, do you know who I am?" And then he would just lay into them, just level them. But you hit the road a lot with him. Yeah, or? yeah. I went. Uh, I'm just gonna ask questions did, about. We dude. did. Uh, <laughs> so we, tell we me how he's doing now. Twirls hair. We worked at the caravan in uh, Louisville recently. Oh uh, shit! Okay. And um, 
uh, and that was great. He uh, couldn't because he because of him. Uh, he's on uh, Opie and Anthony. And uh, so because of that, he couldn't do the Thursday show. So it helped me out as well because then I headlined the Thursday show awesome. uh, to kind of try to get in the club. And then I featured uh, for him the next two days. And, uh, yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's now just the Anthony Cumia show yeah. with Dave Landau. Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I never was like an opening Anthony guy because yeah. it never was like. Number yeah. one, it was never on here, mm. and then when it was on, I wasn't listening to morning radio. Yeah, and, and he's I, somebody that's interesting because he's like, oh yeah, no, like he's enjoyed the show more than the fans, because he's like, oh, the fans are like, they're all over the place politically. They, they are, in, <laughs> they are an intense bunch. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they're supportive. They'll come to his shows and stuff like that. But then still, part of them is like, yeah, but I don't like all of them. I get that. <laughs> uh, well, we do a show on this network. Yeah, this network. Matt, look at me, <laughs> fucking branding like a goddamn champion. Yeah, you keep you keeping a goal. That's your thing. Yeah, keep it going. Uh, You're a good <laughs> a real powerhouse, Matt. The Matt Noss. <laughs> the Matt Noss brand. Um, <laughs> but we do a show called Roach Coach, uh, which we talk about new metal. So we talk about corn and Limp Bizkit and everything like that. And one of the co-hosts said porn and Limp Bizkit. I thought you said porn as well. I didn't get that it was corn until the Limp Bizkit part. <laughs> Corn and Limp Biscuit and other bands like that. Uh-huh. And our first review was from an ONA fan, and it was like aimed directly at Jenny, and it was like, I hate the hole. <laughs> wow. I was like, thanks. <laughs> Some people just, they just need. I feel like I want to start responding to negative comments online and just be like, you need a hug. Yeah. I think I'm just going to fight it with love going forward. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've seen Sarah Silverman do that. Where, you do that? Where, yeah, like some some dude went the like anti-Semitic route and she would she basically was just like, I don't think anyone ever hugged you when you were a child. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I can really tell there's a lot of pain there. Yeah. And this guy's like, sure, shut up. No, there's not. I mean, a little. <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> really, like it just became this thread. I'm just like, you know, that I, I think about taking my own life. And it's like, I know what that's like. You need to get some help. You need, you need I'm to get here some, for you. You need to get some help, you know? Yeah. Here's a number. Call this person. Talk to them. Well, please stop calling me racist <laughs> things on the internet. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Just please don't put "I hate the hole" on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not on this much. iTunes review. Yeah, that's not asking much. You, you, there is a million things to listen to now. Like Every, yeah. literally a million things you could be doing. I guess I just don't even understand the idea of the only time that I've ever, uh, like, like not tipped given a bad review anytime that i've ever expressed my dislike it had to be really bad mm-hmm. like i had to have been offended i can't just listen to a podcast and and maybe i found it boring and then been like i hope you both die like that's just <laughs> i think it's a little like that says more about you than the yeah. podcast you yeah. know what i mean yeah. it's like the idea of when people passionately give negative reviews on things for things that i'm like no, but you weren't offended though. But you just didn't like it, and you felt that obligated they to let me know. They don't like they, it. They just <laughs> like that's, there are so many things I don't like. Matt can tell you ribbons of things. Oh, that he doesn't I thought like. I, 
I thought you were pointing to me as one of the things you didn't like. Were you like, I don't <laughs> so like tons of things. things I don't. Matt, where it was just like, <laughs> God damn it, he has, man. He has a last name and he refuses to use <laughs> it. It's, it's never going to catch on. His <laughs> stand-up routines are tight. But they're not like just Matt tight. <laughs> You're fucking. You better have the tightest five oh, that's man. ever existed mad. to be Matt. Oh man, I can't wait. I want to see that happen now. But I say that, and there is a rapper right now named Russ. It's <laughs> just <laughs> Russ. Wow. It's simple. It fucking Google that, Russ. It's not gonna be like Old Westbrook. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean Russell Westbrook? The only real famous Russell in the world? <laughs> or some other Russell was it Brand? Is that a, is that a guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, see? You got I'm taking the celebrities. <laughs> I was a little hard on myself earlier, I guess. <laughs> it's got two Russells. Got a tale of two Russells. Oh god. Oh god. There was something that I, that you said there that made me think well, you were you were talking about how you didn't like things, and then you pointed to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pointed at <laughs> him. Well, so I just came back from Nashville when right. I did something called the Rock and Pod Expo. Right. Okay. Roach Coach went down there, and it was a rock and roll podcast festival. Like, really, it was like twenty podcasts all in EU, and they had some guests so that you could interview people right there. Mm. And it was an opportunity for you to get like. Five or six guests that you wouldn't be normally, normally be able to book yeah. on your show all at once. So it was like cool to do, but at the same time was like odd. Mm-hmm. And we had a few comedians on. Mm-hmm. We'll save uh, everything for Roach Coach because I don't need to bring them up right now. But yeah. it was like, oh, this is a sense of humor I don't have. <laughs> like a rock crowd sense of humor. <laughs> You, I don't know how else to explain yeah. it, but I think you kind of get it. Where yeah. it's like what you would do in Roseville, compared like, to, like a Jim Brewer type thing. Yeah, very Jim Brewer, but you know, like. So I talked to Kenny Olson, who was the guitarist for Kid Rock uh-huh. during this, and he started to do Beavis and Butthead, which not bad. I don't care, <laughs> but All like, right. yeah. but like, go in your diagram of comedy. Like what also comes out of Beavis and Butthead, yeah, and then just goes seven layers deeper. Like that's the comedy that they want. They uh, want yeah. uh, shut the hole up. But somebody just shut <laughs> the Beavis, hole up, please. Somebody just say shut the hole up with a Beavis and Butthead like impression. <laughs> yeah, hole. Like that's what they want. <laughs> and we were never gonna deliver that. <laughs> yeah, there's times like that. There's times when uh, I'm, I'm where that's the weird thing about stand-up specifically that it's like you can see what the crowd you can judge the audience based on what they are enjoying where i don't know if that's the same in other aspects where it's like if they the comedian if they're loving beavis and butthead impressions from the comedian before they're not gonna like me you know what i mean like it's right like, oh that's killing <laughs> oh the beavis and butthead impressions are murdering he just did beavis and butthead and christopher walken and and uh, adam sandler and just all the, the like all the, the greatest the all difficult the, ones that nobody can do all the early 90s greatest hits <laughs> but it really is it's like a it's a period of comedy from like 
86 to 93 mm-hmm. that like really has like that rebel Sam Kennison meets Andrew <laughs> Dice Clay meets, you know, like the a million knockoffs of those guys yeah. in a blender plus Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> And then it's just like, well, that's all I like. Yeah, that's the comedy I it's like. Funny because nobody says it, and it's like, but it, <laughs> but everybody says that though. So, yeah, <laughs> like go to a middle school playground, you'll hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not as exclusive as you think into your likes. Nobody says it because it's already been said. Yeah. You know, like nobody's gonna rehash those old bits. Like, yeah, let me just, just listing curse words. <laughs> 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 That's the joke. <laughs> like, uh, uh, let me just give you a tight five from Mr. Andrew Dice Clay. My name is Matt Noss, by the way. <laughs> Not to be confused with the stand-up Matt. Matt. <laughs> but like, I feel like, and, and tell me if I'm wrong because you're so much closer to it. But like, we do the podcast and it's in a vacuum. Sometimes we get feedback. Sometimes we don't. Okay. So it's like, what makes us laugh might not make everybody laugh, and that's totally fine and understandable. A-okay. But there does seem to be, like, in the world, a sensitivity to comedy right now. A little Uh bit more. People are a little bit more aware, very emotional right now, responding to the fishing, standing up and being (laughs) like, hey, my brother died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he loved fishing. Do you find yourself kind of stuck in more of those like ideological audience situations now? Or is it just like, eh, fuck it. Funny's funny. Who cares? Everything's fine. See, I think it's interesting because when people say funny is funny, it's like I, I get what they're trying to say, but uh, I don't think that's true for everybody because – I get that there's certain things in life that are so funny that almost everybody in the world will will laugh at that and appreciate it. Guy getting but, hit in the nuts by a kid with a baseball yeah, bat. Yeah, classic. We're never going to top that. We're all trying to get that funny someday. That's our goal. That is our goal. It's <laughs> our goal. Be as highbrow or lowball as you want. <laughs> but that's, you see that kid, whale genu- that dad. <laughs> it's a genuine laugh. It's genuine came from the heart. It would, the only thing that would make it better for Matt and me is if he would have thrown up immediately after. <laughs> I was hit. just gonna bring that up. So <laughs> I think that one of the one of the times, and I'm I'm sorry to take no, this in a different no, direction. No. Um, one of the times that I can remember laughing so hard the back of my head hurt and I thought I might throw up yeah. was when Matt and I were in college. We went. <laughs> We went to Blockbuster because we had a snow day at college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both went to, to Western. And our friend Wes brought his dad's truck back. Um, he grew up on a farm, and so he, he brought his dad's truck back. And so we went out, and we like did donuts for like half an hour on Matt and my insistence that we do it, where Wes was like, did you guys never do this in high school? We were like, <laughs> well, we did we not have real drive, real drive cars. Yeah, we, we were not able to do this. Like, oh, all right. Uh, and then we went to Blockbuster when they like first started getting DVDs, <laughs> and we got the <laughs> America's Funniest Home Videos oh, censor like too, too hot, hot for, for TV, TV stuff oh, that no, was coincidentally good. hosted by Steve Carell. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. Before oh, before he made it. Find. Before he was or what? no, this was this was after he was on the Dana Carvey show. Yes. Um, but before he made it onto the Daily, Daily Show. Okay. Um, 
and <laughs> there's probably a 15 minute segment of just guys getting hit in the nuts. So good. And then there is another 10 minute segment of people throwing up. Yeah, babies throwing up. <laughs> babies throwing up on dads who then immediately throw up. <laughs> Where it is like, and then there was like, oh, I think man. a good 10 minutes of just people doing really dumb shit where they get hurt like where there was this one where they <laughs> they had a pallet jack and uh i don't know if you've ever worked retail with a pallet jack yeah, yeah yeah okay so like everybody likes to ride them like skateboards i mean that's <laughs> yeah. that's a tale as old as time yeah so they set up a ramp now <laughs> oh man but the ramp was made of like press board or something it was, was this, it was not as uh, sturdy no, this was as not notes. a this was not a good idea ramp like they grossly underestimated how fucking heavy <laughs> those things are oh, those geez. things are like 350 like they're not yeah you're 350s overstating it but like but you're not messing around with those they're you're like, not gonna no. just at yeah. least seventy five pounds. At least seventy five pounds. Oh no, yeah. I would, I would, I would go much higher than that. But anyway, good prices right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say one pound. <laughs> After I Google butthole eyes, I'm gonna Google the weight. <laughs> weight of a pallet jack. Weight of a pallet jack. But so the the guy like really starts to get some momentum behind it. <laughs> he hits the ramp. And just crushes it. The ramp, well, the wheel, you know, those wheels have zero give. So the ramp is like, here, it doesn't jump up on the ramp. So it basically <laughs> stops the pallet jack. And so he go, he runs right into the front and then flips over and, like, gets back up and just keeps running. And his friend's like, hey, dude, hey, dude, are you okay? And the guy's... <laughs> The guy's face was just utter sheer agony as he's running away. <laughs> I love the idea of these being on America's Funniest Home Videos because it, it's. I, I wonder, like, how I want. I want to believe that it was genuine. That this wasn't staged. A uh, pain just to be on there. Oh the, no! They, they no go, this guy accident. hurt this, himself. This was so, an accident. So how quickly afterwards were they like, "Come on, guys, let's." Uh, Let's throw it on TV. <laughs> I mean, it's too hot for TV, I but maybe it can be on America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> well, you know, the guy who somehow brought a camcorder to work or <laughs> filmed this. Oh, yeah, that's true. That You're not just... It's easy. We th I forget about that moment of life of like to me. I'm like, oh yeah, he recorded. He had his phone. Like, no, no, he went to work. Was like, it was his. It was the exciting this thing was to do at work big, that day. This was that a was, day the boss was not at. These work. guys talked about this. Yeah, they planned it because he had it. Might have been on a tripod. Might it was all set up. They were like, the fucking warehouse is going to be empty on Friday. I bring the camera. We make the ramp. And we just tape ourselves launching over it. <laughs> it, it I, I don't like to blame video games. I'm very not quick to blame video games, but I think that like Crazy Taxi or something, <laughs> something gate, like they're just like like all the the car racing video games where like every object on the street is exactly the shape of a ramp that you can just perfectly drive up. Where it's just like, oh yeah, you can just ride on the back of that truck and go flying. And uh, I, I think that that's what. But that was before that time, so they were just genuinely <laughs> stupid. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's nothing to blame in that time period but themselves. Once yeah. his, once his friend, <laughs> yes. and once maybe his the friend was okay. <laughs> once his friend was okay, he's like, "Well, we got to see what happened." <laughs> and he rewatches it, and he's dying. 
Now he's got this piece of gold in his hand. Yeah, true. <laughs> he's got to like, I'm going to show this to my buddies. Now everybody knows about this. I'm sure that the Did guy he, who got hurt probably didn't think that this was as funny yeah, as everyone he, else. He probably showed it if he was if he was smart, he would show him the video last. Yeah. Like, look, this is a video. I'm gonna show you a video. It's a video that hundreds of people already enjoy. Yeah. Let's let's take a look. You're and a minor like, celebrity yeah. now. <laughs> he's like, what is this video about? Just just watch. Just watch. <laughs> well, yeah, this was me at work. I'll, yeah. He's not yeah, I recognize. It. Oh no. <laughs> The rest of the video was like animals playing with their wieners. <laughs> oh god! And I mean, like a lot of it. <laughs> There's this one with a walrus on his back, just flapping his dick, humongous fucking, and like and groaning and stuff. And it was it was at a zoo, and so the the um the zoo guide or whatever was like, uh, yep. He's uh, he's having a good time. He's really enjoying himself. <laughs> oh, man. I love it when they have to do fake commentary. I was just at the zoo. Uh, Esther and I, we were in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and we let, the Chicago Zoo is free, so it's great. You can just go oh, there, awesome. and uh, and it's a great zoo. Like, you'd think that... We went to the Chicago Zoo, right? I think the, once, yeah. yeah. There's zoos that I've paid to go to where I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, they should, they should let all these animals free. Like, this is boring. <laughs> at this point, I kind of feel bad. Like, this is it. You made them prisoners for no reason. It's boring. Uh, but the Chicago Zoo is great, and they had an exhibit. Uh, I love any worker at any job that is noticeably passionate about their job, especially with it's like, like I lo- you go there and she doesn't just hand you a, a map of the zoo. She's like, well, do you know the history of the zoo? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. And she's like, well, take a seat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she's like explaining to me and Esther, like there's going to be a polar bear, uh, um, feeding that you can watch at one thirty, and there's going to be the uh, the the gorillas are going to be having an exhibit at three thirty, and she gave us the whole breakdown of everything that was happening at the zoo that day. So we went to the gorilla one, and when the gorillas, uh, they were using sticks to like, uh, they it was they they show like a something smart that they that they've learned. Uh, like once a week or something or once a day at this time of day. And they were using sticks to like, as a tool to like eat Mm -hmm. their food. And it was really cool. And uh, then, but at one point there was some argument that these gorillas were having (laughs) and they started fighting. They like seriously fighting where like they were jumping off of the glass and they jumped off the glass and like, like it, urine went everywhere and of course i have this on video this is yeah i'm recording the entire thing but it's what the best part is the lady in the background who is just trying to act like this was no like oh and it looks like they're having a little bit of rough housing and they're uh, like they're going fucking insane they're they're picking up uh, sticks and hitting them with each other and everything and they're just acting like this happens every 3 30 this is what we like to call good old-fashioned horseplay (laughs) they're just playing a little bit of the old slap and tickle and Everything. Yeah. Oh God, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I hope none of them's hurt because I, I have no idea how she would act. She would just. <laughs> he's okay. playing dead right now. Look at him taking a nap. <laughs> and it's at this point that we'll just ask everybody to please move out of the ex- <laughs> exhibition. And <laughs> if you have cameras and you've been recording, please turn them in. And just go to the chimpanzee enclosure next door. Wait, no, they can't go there either. Shit. <laughs> Please exit the park quickly. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is great. She loved the job. She loved speaking about it. And then she just kept like nothing, nothing crazy's happening. <laughs> Nothing's going on. That has to be a hard 
because I feel like there's more freedom. Like if this was baseball or something, and like there is a baseball fight, they'd be like, "Holy shit!" They're, they're, they said, "Oh, this is crazy." Yeah, you hate to see this on the in this good old sport of ours, don't you? <laughs> oh boy, here comes Cabrera. He's swinging for the fences there. He's... <laughs> yeah, but they'd still give, they'd still announce it. They'd still yeah. be like, "This is still our job to make this exciting." And she was like trying to downplay the fact that they were there's ten of them that were all hitting each other right now. Right, like them learning to eat with a piece of wood. Really exciting them trying to kill each other. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Because we thought that the eating with the like with the stick was entertaining at first, until we saw what the real show was. <laughs> the real show is them trying to murder each other. Oh my goodness! Uh, I know that we were talking about a couple things. Let's see oh, if there we was. Just, any... We just did like a Family Guy inside of a thing inside yeah. of a thing. So before, so the, I the I loose thread was then... me asking you about uh, the temperature of comedy right now. Oh yes. Yeah, um, I think it's been weird since uh, Trump was elected, where I think mm-hmm. that in of itself was the weirdest thing, where I haven't, uh, I, I, I guess I don't even I don't even know if I was doing comedy back when there was another Republican president at the time. I think I was mainly the Obama years, but I can't imagine there was never this much of a of a of a of a weird feeling of a divide it used to be i used comedy used to be like a, if you picked on somebody's political beliefs they weren't angry it was just like making fun of somebody's baseball team <laughs> like it was that's, right. it used to be like lighthearted like you know poking fun at uh, at something where now it's like a, oh people will get up and leave where they're just like that passionate about the about politics, and then it also goes the other way too. There's people that could still line with you politically, that uh, are just so worried that you're gonna say something offensive that they don't even let the joke finish. Where it's like, there's times where I'm performing in front of an audience that's like, uh, like liberal white college students, and they're like, they know what being a good person is, but they don't know why yet. Like they've they've learned it in school that right. other races are good. So if I mention black people exist, that's bad. And I'm like, no, that's not. You, that's it's <laughs> not, not how bad. this works. You, you got to hear the rest of the sentence. I, I promise you, I'm not going to say anything racist. But context is really important. I just mentioned that I had another race of a friend. It's just you got to hear the story. And uh, yeah, there's definitely times when people are like mentioning gay people's existence is like making some people that I'm like, no, I, I promise you, we agree on this issue. You just <laughs> got to hear the whole joke. OK. <laughs> and uh, there has been uh, a lot of that, that that I've noticed of like sensitivity on both sides. I remember just when people were running <laughs> Trump wasn't even elected, where I just mentioned that I have no intention of paying back my student loans. And a lady was like, oh, you must have voted for Hillary. And I wanted... It's like, you're really going to get upset when I tell you I voted for Bernie. You're really going to shit your pants. Uh, I knew it. But it was weird. It was like, it was an eight-person audience. And they divided the audience. They made it awkward. And I can't even talk about being broke. Like, these are classic (laughs) topics that should never be... This is not a political statement. Yeah, I I just said that I didn't feel like paying back money. And I know how it works. I'm going to have to pay it back. I get it. I get how money works, lady. (laughs) This is the embellishment of jokes. Let's go along this this path here. You you came here... For laughs, right? For, for laughs. I can't even tell you. That's when I know that somebody's doing so well financially that the idea of not paying back money is is upsetting to them. 
where they're like, how dare you? Like she was yeah. like offended on a personal level that I was broke. Like, that yeah, was, like does, does she own a company that like lends to students or something? Yeah, but like, is she Sally? Is she Sally May? Is that who that is? You better pay that fucking bill back. I just watched something today where like the main thesis of it was if you've ordered a $5 coffee in your life, you're soft. You're just like, you don't realize how good you got it. <laughs> like, uh, believe you me, you're doing better than like 90% of the people in the world if you can do that. So, yeah, that is true. And on a regular basis? Oh, God. Oh, if that's part of your routine where like you don't even, some people are doing so well that they don't even, uh, they don't even think of budgeting in that way. Like budgeting isn't even a thing. Right. But if they were to add that up, if they're like, yeah, five dollars a day, if you're like, I'm spending thirty-five dollars a week on coffee, when you're like, man, you could, you have no idea how much money you could save if you just made it at home. You really well, right? right. And like, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I will like once in a while I will go to Starbucks with a coworker because mm-hmm. uh, they have two Starbucks in the Renaissance Center, so. We have our pick. Uh, <laughs> and it's doing well. Roll the yeah. dice. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we'll we'll go and it'll be like $5. But when I'm at the grocery store and I'm looking at coffee and it'll be like somewhere 15 is- bucks for a bag. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere there is a dad. And, and, and going- it would make 30 coffees. It, w- yeah. it would not make three. <laughs> like, it would make so much more than three. <laughs> When when you said that everything costs five dollars, I'm like somewhere there's a dad scene. That's why they call it five bucks and just hitting your ribs as hard as he can to be like I'm clever too. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, dad, we've heard that. That's good. We've all heard that's that. A good one. <laughs> all, everybody in the world's heard that. Nosebleed. Any yes. any classic dad jokes that that you've been told your whole your whole life? Oh well, <laughs> I'm a little estranged from my father, so full transparency. Uh, but uh, Matt will guarantee you these because we we grew up together. That uh, my dad would fart and blame it on anything except himself. Mm-hmm. That's a classic dad. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good. I get it. I get it. <laughs> barking get spiders. It clearly, barking, him. barking spiders. Yeah. Or uh, or that an elephant ran in the room. Or right, did anybody see that duck? Uh, <laughs> just the classics. <laughs> my my dad always would. Uh, his classic thing for still to this day for anybody is if there's ever another person around, uh, whether it's a friend, a girlfriend, uh, whoever, he's always been like, ah, so how much, how much is he paying you to, to hang out with him? And that's like a classic. <laughs> and then, and, but he did that one time for my brother when he was on a date. It's like, how much is he paying you? And then, oh, oh and he's no, like, she, I think she thinks that you're calling her a prostitute. prostitute yeah. yeah, like that's that's a different. You really got to know your audience for this joke. You really got to know that better. You can't just toss it around. Yeah, it's fine when I'm bringing a guy around and we played baseball or whatever when we were growing up as a kid. Yeah, he got the joke in in the context you meant. Yeah, when it's the first time you're meeting a woman, and yeah, it's like introducing yeah. to the family. He's like, "How much is he paying you?" And she's like, "What the hell? What is country that? are you from? And how long has he been corresponding with you?" I will not abide by this wedding. He just goes. He digs deeper. All I'm saying is, you have a mail order pride. Yeah. So, what my dad used to do, um, and 
<laughs> full disclosure, my dad is a lifelong fisherman. Okay. Uh, so would, I hate your choice. Yeah, so already, oh, I, I, yeah, if, if it wasn't clear already, <laughs> uh, no, he uh, he would blame it on fart fish. Fart fish. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you see that fart fish come up? Like, no, dad, <laughs> I did not. See, that's the weird thing is that my dad curses way more than my mom does. My mom rarely curses. However, sometimes trying not to curse, you can say things that are way more disgusting. <laughs> Just be like my mom. Be, through creativity. Through creativity. Because yep. now you're having to think further outside the box. <laughs> Some curse words don't even have real meanings. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, go fuck off. Like, that just means go away. Like, that's right. really not that yeah. mean of a thing. You just threw the word fuck in it. Like, it's really not even that mean of a sentence. But my mom would say, my mom would say, oh, go eat a fart. <laughs> and my dad, who has the, who, who curse up a storm, is known for just not caring about that. And he'd just be like, God, Kathy, that's disgusting. Oh, man. seriously. No, seriously. Like, that's the moment, the only serious moment he's ever been serious in his life is when the double seriously is, comes is, is, Yeah, is when, his, was when my mom would say, go eat a fart. And that would, oh, man, that disgusted him. <laughs> Kathy, you really got me going on that one. I ain't having it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, my dad... Uh, I don't know why for the longest time he and well not really my mom but he kept up this charade of like adults don't swear unless like you hit your thumb with a hammer in which you let him fly but he would if he got annoyed with something he would stop himself halfway through mm. or would be god damn and he would then like change direction and go somewhere else <laughs> And so he would end up saying things like my eyeball. <laughs> my eyeball. Instead of like, uh, he would be like, my ass. And he would be like, my eyeball. <laughs> Your dad would um, be like in Die Hard. Die right. Hard you'd be kind of, yeah, Mr. Falcon. Before this whole podcast? Yeah, we did. We did. Oh, okay. So nobody knows what I'm talking about? All right. That's, <laughs> we'll leave it in. <laughs> Like I edit. <laughs> we have we have mentioned Die Hard Two on this podcast like five hundred times. Um, Matt's dad was in the military. He was in the Navy, mm-hmm. and sailors are known <laughs> for one the, a, a lot oh, of things. God. But salty language is something that you would curse like a sailor. You know, well, that's the first thing. That's sad in this country. Now I kind of feel bad. I've never felt unpatriotic until this moment where it was like the number one thing of just helping this country. No, they curse a lot. Like that's number yeah. one on the board. If there was, if this was family, family feud, feud, it would not be. Things, they're heroes. Things you know about the U.S. Navy. Would, they swear a lot. Yeah, that <laughs> would, ding, number and one. That'd be, it. be it. That'd be the main. A hundred percent answer. <laughs> answer. But, so please. So he, his dad joined the Navy. Mm-hmm. So I I will not lie and act like I don't swear all the time to an excessive degree, mm-hmm. especially if I'm helping my parents with something because no one can get on your nerves faster than your own family. Oh, yeah, because you know and, the history. Yeah, and also when they when they ask you to come over and they don't prepare... Like they ask you to come over and do something for them, and then you get there and you're like, "Okay, where's the stuff? Oh, let me get it out." Oh. I 
you said you would have this ready when I got here. Well, it won't take that long. Two hours later, finally, they have all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would be I would be trying to get stuff ready for them. And, you know, I'd be cursing. And my dad goes, you know, Matt, when I was in the Navy, there was a guy on our ship that used to curse like that. And boy, we really got on his case. <laughs> Keep in mind, my dad, when he was in the Navy, was in the Navy Glee Club. There's a Glee Club? These are the there things was. I never think about. Yeah, and he, my brother was in the Army for uh, for a very long time. And um, my brother would talk about how bad Army food was. And my dad, who was an officer on the USS Independence, would talk about how great the food was. And like, oh, yeah, we'd have steak. And my brother was like... They literally slop our food out with a ladle. Like, oh, no, no. Like, don't argue with me. You were in the Navy like 25 years ago. Stop it. (laughs) Just picturing the jail food. Yeah, I mean, that's it was one step up from jail food. Can you eat that mealworm? (laughs) Gives it to a bird. No, I was just going to say no. Uh, Jeff, we're going to take a little bit of a break and we'll be back with more matters after this. Back to matters. We've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we are into this week. Um, anybody have one locked and loaded? Uh, yeah, this past weekend I watched uh, Trained Busan. Yes, you were telling me about this. Insane. Um, so the premise of the movie is that uh, this kind of deadbeat dad, uh, his daughter, who's about eight years old, um, wants to visit her mom for her birthday. So he takes the day off to take her from Seoul to Busan, which I guess is like an hour and a half bullet train ride. They get on the train, and just as the train is starting to leave the tracks, someone jumps on the train. They are infected, and they turn on, they turn into a zombie on the train. And it starts in the back of the train and then just spreads like wildfire. And it is them trying to keep it from getting to the last few trains. And I'm thinking like, oh, this whole thing is just going to take place on the train. And if it's like this, I, I don't know if I can handle it because it within the first 15 minutes, like everything falls to shit. And you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck are they going to do for the next hour and 45 minutes? Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> <laughs> they get the um. As they are on this train, the country is falling apart where all the train, like all the train stations are being overrun. So they have to just keep going past the train stations. Um, And then, like, of course, it's a zombie movie. You start to see the ugly side of other human beings where, like, they don't want to let other people onto the other train Mm -hmm. carts and stuff like that. Um, They get to the one station and... They were told the station was safe. <laughs> they get into the station and they they depart and they're going to the um to where the 
quarantine supposedly is. Nope. <laughs> so they all have to run from there to the next train. Um, doesn't work out well for most of them. It is insane. Sounds intense. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it is. It really doesn't let up after that 15 minutes. Um, and if like you're a slow reader and you can't deal with subtitles, don't worry about it. Not that much dialogue that you can't understand from ah! <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also watched uh, Ghoul, which is um, an Indian three part on Netflix about uh, kind of a dystopian India um, where they kind of go. Um, kind of where I thought the Bush administration was going to go with Muslims. That's where <laughs> India goes. Um, where it's, it's I don't want to say it's illegal, but you have to be like super patriotic pro-state and kind of just not practice your religion at all. And so they take people into, you know, camps or whatever, and there's, um, you know, freedom fighters or whatever. So they're, uh, this one woman um, who who's, uh, uh, was raised a Muslim, she is part of like the secret police so to speak and they're interrogating this terrorist leader who brings basically a demon with him um to the black site and then it's just the demon wrecking havoc uh it was nuts it it fell into some typical like paranormal activity modern haunting type stuff but it was still pretty decent for uh for what it was and that's on Netflix. That is on Netflix. How can uh, I see train, the train to Busan uh, is on Shutter, and I believe you can also watch it on Hulu. I want to say or uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime definitely. <laughs> All right, <coughs> Jeff, you got anything that uh, I've watched specifically? Watched, or liked, or just liked? like in the last um, week? Is there something in that... the last week? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I my own thing, I yeah. guess, is really the only thing. Uh, on the 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 twenty fourth, it aired. Uh, it's still on the website, uh, comedycentral.com If anybody wants to watch, um, my first half hour on. Uh, so do you? And this is like the most Mark Marin I could be. Yeah. So is that stuff burned now? Done? Can't you <laughs> can't ever do it again? Uh, I don't think all of it is necessary. I think you use it as much as like I, I want to. I want to be prepared for a future opportunity to, uh, if there is ever anything else, of course, on TV that I can do. I don't want to like not have other jokes that I've worked on, right? Uh, uh, ready, but at the same time, um, I mean, my best stuff has been on TV. I don't, I don't want to like screw over somebody who books me by just trying stuff off straight off the dome <laughs> for right. the first. Time. So, hey, you so, know what you want? A half an hour of crowd work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, I think I think I, I opened up. There was a show called the the Tour Tour with a uh, there's a, a at the at the Fox. I opened up for uh, Kyle Kinane and Nate Bregazzi and uh, Sal. I forget his last name and uh, Bert Kreischer. And, oh shit! Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was a crazy show. And um, Nate Bregazzi gave me advice on that exact same thing, and and was just saying like, yeah, I just did. It's one of my best bits from from uh from late night that i just did you know what i mean like you don't have to throw everything away uh you know just as long as you're conscious of how much time do i have 
and you just start uh, weeding it out, weeding it out as as needed, you know. Um, so I think that's where I'm at right now. But uh, I've I've enjoyed other things other than that. I don't want to feel like the weirdo that just talks about them. So. No, I mean, <laughs> but right now if, that is where you my me, head's at. Believe you me, just, if Matt or I had something airing on Comedy Central, <laughs> it would be all we could talk about. It I would was, bring it up. Like, it would be something not even closely related, and it'd be like, "Does someone talk about my special?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's still on the their, their website, so you, anybody can still give a could still watch it. Um, I think somebody said they have Sling TV. I yeah, think it's on there. Um, uh, it's on on demand. It's on or uh, get that twenty four hour pass. That twenty four hour com- pass <laughs> for Comedy Central and watch it like yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Uh, ask a relative what that has that pays for TV service of any kind, what their login is. Uh, so yeah, there, there's options <laughs> um, for people to watch it. Um, and yeah, I was just I was just happy with the way that it was that it was put together. And uh, and Kevin I've, Hart I've seems like it. just a straight, legit, fun. Good yeah, dude. he was really cool to talk to. He was. He was just a. a He's at at his level of fame was still a person that you could have a real conversation with without feeling like why am I talking to this guy? He doesn't even speak. He doesn't speak non-famous poor people language. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's how I would imagine it would be like talking to him. But no, it wasn't. It was really. He cool. always seems like somebody that is just like, I'm not that far away. I'm not that far away from being back in the house in Philly with all of my family. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like yeah. it's kind of just omnipresent for him. Yeah. Seems like just a really cool dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he's he was just a really cool dude to talk to. That's awesome. So yeah, I was happy about it. Um, uh, I uh, I did a show uh, <laughs> at uh, the Detroit Shipping Company, and I uh, enjoy the food there for the sake of throwing a, a thing that I liked that I found recently <laughs> that's not related to my special. <laughs> the Thai food there was great. They had some sushi. Where's fantastic? Where's Detroit Shipping Company? Um, directions. Directions aren't my thing. Okay, but it's in Detroit. You can just look it's it up. It's in Detroit proper. Um, uh, it's not. You know, they could throw the name Detroit in anywhere. That's in, true. So I guess that kind of narrows it down. It's not like a Detroit shop that's in Royal Oak. It's in Detroit. But uh, yeah, they have. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch of different restaurants that they have, um, and they have like a downstairs like bar area. Um, it's a cool place to hang out. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine just went there and she talked about it and she okay. really liked it. Yeah. I would um I would encourage everybody to check out Detroit Shipping Company. Yeah. That's awesome. Check and out. check out your special. Yeah. Because it's super fun and it's super funny. And we didn't I didn't blow any of the bits. I didn't go <laughs> I didn't go bit by bit and be like, when you send this <laughs> when you made up stereotypes. Uh <laughs> awesome. Uh, this week I would say that I, I went to Nashville. Nashville was Really great. Cool. Um, Never went, been. Went to this place called the Nashville Palace for the Nashville Rockin' Pod Expo. <laughs> and Rockin' Pod. And, but we had dinner at Husk, which is a restaurant down there. So if you ever have the opportunity to go to Husk in Nashville, it is a, uh, it's fancy, high quality, like um, fine dining meets down home country. So it's like trying to 
pay tribute to the classic ingredients of the South that aren't racism and hatred. <laughs> so uh, I threw that in there. That's just jazz oh, man, at that'd you. That'd be a hell of a slogan. If, they, if it was advertised <laughs> that way, that would be great. All the things you like about the South without any of that hatred. Like if that was part of... <laughs> that, that should be their thing because it was easily the best shrimp and grits oh, I've wow. ever had in my life. And I'm not a grit fan. I hate grits. What? Yeah. Yeah, How blasphemy but, is that? But it's that thing where people say you haven't had good grits. Mm. I hadn't had good grits. These were mm. great grits, and I uh, had a ham, uh, southern uh, country ham, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Had some um, chicken livers deep fried. That was also awesome, and some fried okra, mm. and some beef. It was all wonderful. Husk in Nashville. So check that out. Um, Jeff, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, I'm on all social media, Jeff Horst, H-O-R-S-T-E, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, I have a website, jeffhorstcomedy.com, and uh, yeah. That, that's it. That's all my social media plugs. That's you can. It, I'm easy to find. That is amazing, Maddie. How can people get in contact with uh, you? I am at Karate Dracula on Twitter and Instagram, and I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. And you can find us at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Jeff, thank you so much for doing this show. Thanks for having me, uh, guys. It is Lance. one of those things where I'm just like, I feel like it's a star search type of thing. Where it's like, <laughs> we might be sitting with. <laughs> you know, it's like where they put all the emotional weight of this sentence on you. <laughs> we might be sitting with the future star of tomorrow. Uh, but honestly, you've worked hard for it. All the success in the world to you, my friend. Thank you so it much. It is great to see uh, a guy who's going for it get it. And I hope you get more of it. Thank you. Uh, so thanks for doing it. And we will see you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. The Stray. It's a thing we do. (laughs) I would have joined along had I known. (laughs) His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. It was a good try. It was a solid try. Hi, everybody. Uh, I forgot to mention during the last section that we have a website. It's uh, matterspod.com. It will take you directly to the Matters page where you can uh, subscribe any which way you choose and uh, follow us on any of the social media platforms you desire. So there you go, matterspod.com.